Hello everyone, my name is Sky Menhart and you are listening to Manic State of Mind, a podcast where I discuss my journey with bipolar disorder, mental health tips, and more. Welcome to today's episode. So I just wanted to say welcome, welcome, welcome to all my listeners, to my new listeners, my constant listeners, and my semi-listeners. I just want to say hello and welcome back to the show. It is a joy to have you. I appreciate your kind words, your comments, your voice messages, all the sweet things that you've been saying and encouraging me. Thank you so much for listening. So today I wanted to speak about something that has been very helpful for me, very um encouraging and supportive on my journey and that is effective introspection or effective introspective tools that we can all use to help our personal growth along our mental health journeys and along any journey that we're facing in life. These are very applicable, real solutions for our problems. So I wanted to speak about this today because these are things that I constantly have to remind myself to do as I'm going along with the ups and downs of bipolar disorder, with my struggle with anxiety. I just really have to remember to do these things and use these tools to help me, and I wanted to share them with you today. So when I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, I was struggling. I kind of went through all the stages of grief and loss because I had kind of lost a part of myself. I kind of lost my former reality and I was dealing with that and it was tough. And I feel like when we're faced with a challenge in our lives, it is very important to find some sort of inspiration. Um, And with Within my diagnosis, I kind of found inspiration through the story of Louis Zamperini. Now, I don't want to dive into his story too much because it's a long one with lots of twists and turns, and we have a lot to discuss in today's episode. But basically, Louis Zamperini was an Olympic athlete who became a war hero. And he at one point, he was lost at sea. Another point, he was a prisoner of war. He went through a lot of hard challenges in his life, and he had to overcome a lot. And so as I read his story, as I read this book, Unbroken, by Laura Hildenbrand, I want to say, it's a really good book. I recommend you checking it out. Um, As I was reading his story, I found a lot of inspiration through him and through his life and his legacy, and I was able to take a lot of the lessons he learned and apply them to myself and my own life. And this was a very, a very, very crucial thing for me in my, in the first part of my journey because I felt a little hopeless. But looking at Louis Zamperini and following his story and reading about him helped me understand that people go through really difficult things and they're able to overcome, they're able to come out and be successful in the end. And so reading a story that was so encouraging and so uplifting about a real person who went through horrible things and made it out it really encouraged me and pushed me forward in my journey and helped me understand that I couldn't give up on myself. So there are many ways to find inspiration. I know many people turn to spirituality or religion, inspiring people or stories like I did, family, friends, um, dedicating yourself to a ritual, a routine, an exercise, a, a sport, anything to get you motivated to keep going and push yourself and continue. So I just encourage you to find some sort of inspiration, whether you're going through something tough right now or not, it can be really good to find that motivation to keep going. 
And one of my favorite feelings, I think, as a creative person is to feel inspired and to feel motivated, to feel encouraged and inspired by other people and what they've gone through. So if you are feeling low right now, try to try to find like a spirit guide or somebody that you can look up to, a spirit animal, some sort of energy that you can embody and embrace so that you are not giving up on yourself and you are continuing to pursue your goals. It's really important. And it's been really helpful for me. I really enjoyed reading about Louis Zamperini and reading about his life really encouraged me and inspired me to keep going and continue even though I felt like my world was ending. There are a lot of inspiring stories by amazing people. Oprah Winfrey is one that I really look up to, Maya Angelou, these people who have really changed the world, changed the game and and brought a lot to the table even though they went through some hard things in their life. So another thing that really, 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 I want to emphasize this one a lot, it really helped me get through my tough time and and it continues to be a consistent, effective tool is self-awareness. Now, this was not something that I always had. And I think to this day, if I had never been diagnosed with bipolar disorder, if I never had this illness... I wouldn't be as self-aware as I am because what being diagnosed with a mental illness when you're or any kind of struggle when you're faced with something that's bigger than you and you feel a little shaken you're kind of forced to be self-aware you're kind of forced to evaluate where you're at what you're doing and how you're contributing to the problems in your life And this is a really important step in any kind of personal growth because if we're unaware of ourselves, if we're out of touch with ourselves, we can't really move forward in an effective way because we're not being realistic about our situation. And as the years have gone by and I've been in therapy, I've talked to a lot of people, I've been through a lot of things, I've realized that self-awareness has been such a key, such an important tool in my life. And this has helped me overcome so much. So it's really important to look at yourself with a logical, honest standpoint, an objective standpoint, and say, okay, how am I contributing to the way my life is now? What am I doing to make my life worse or better? And how can I improve these traits about myself? One thing for me, and this is something I didn't even realize or recognize until about last year when I was 21, is sometimes I'm the reason my life sucks. This is such a hard revelation to come to. It's very hard to deal with and hard to understand. But I've, in the past, I've had a lot of self-sabotaging behaviors and things that I've done that I knew were not going to help me in the end, but I chose to do them anyways. And then I was paid back with that horrible karma and I had to deal with a lot of hard stuff because of my choices. And just last year, I finally realized like, wow, I'm the reason my life is a mess. And I'm the reason that I'm going through this rough time at this point in my life. And, you know, we really have to, when we become self-aware, we are taking responsibility for our actions, for our choices, for our decisions that we make that are harmful to us. And it's really important to develop this because without this self-awareness, without this 
introspective introspective look at ourselves and without being honest with ourselves we're not going to grow and we're not going to move forward toward our goals so the best thing I've ever done for myself was being honest with myself being self-aware and looking in the mirror and saying hey I've been toxic I've made toxic choices I've made unhealthy choices and the only person who can fix that is me it's very important to develop a sense of personal responsibility, especially especially with mental illness, because sometimes within the fog of mental illness, we can make choices that are just wrong for us, that are not the right thing to do. We can begin habits that are not helpful or healthy, and it's really important to look at that objectively and really be uh, straightforward and and forthright with ourselves and come clean with ourselves about what we're doing to contribute to our own personal sadness and loss. And I'm not talking about things that happen to us that are out of our control. I'm I'm speaking about things that we could have done better, choices that we made that led us down the wrong path and we could have we could have made a better choice. These are things that we bring upon ourselves. And this is what we need to become aware of so that we can change in the future. This is what I've had to learn. And it's a really hard lesson to learn. I think sometimes you don't really learn that lesson until you're, until something really bad happens and you realize, oh no, oh shit, this is, this is my fault. And that can be really difficult. For example, I got into a really, I've gotten into several unhealthy relationships because of my need for validation. I was not validating myself, so I was looking for that in a relationship, in romance, in love, and I was distracting myself from what I really needed to be doing on the inside to take care of myself. And so I would get into these unhealthy relationships and then there would be a horrible, messy breakup and I would blame the other person for everything that happened wrong in the relationship and all the sadness I was feeling when really, if I had just not gotten into those relationships, if I had said no, if I had better boundaries, if I had done the right thing for myself, I wouldn't have been in that position. So it's really important to look at ourselves objectively and realize what we're doing to contribute to the problems in our life. This self-reflection and self-awareness can really be brought about by just getting to know yourself. I know I say this in every episode, but journaling, 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 journaling is so helpful with this. And if you're not a writer, there are other ways you can get to know yourself. I was just thinking of this one today. How cool would it be if like every day for a month you took a picture of yourself and then at the end of the month you could make it into a collage and see, okay, this is this is how I was feeling this day and this day and this day and you could kind of track your moods with these pictures. Like there are so many ways to get in touch with our feelings and with ourselves and we just need to like explore those ideas. Therapy, talking to friends and family, these things can also be very helpful when we're trying to foster self-awareness. Sometimes you just have to sit down with someone that knows you really well and you just have to be like, okay, what do you notice that I do that is not helpful? Like, how can I better myself? And your family and your friends will be honest with you if you ask them to. They'll be honest with you and they'll let you know hey, you need to do this better, you need to do this better, and sometimes whenever this happens, you do this, and it could be better if you did this. Like, they know you well, and they're going to be honest with you about what areas in your life you need to step up, and you need to be better and improve. So another key to this self-awareness, 
as I mentioned before, is being honest with yourself. This is a hard one. It can be really hard. I think a lot of times our childhoods kind of shape the way we are as adults, and we can see things with a distorted lens. I know that a lot of things that happened to me as a kid kind of affected the way I saw myself as an adult, and I was playing along with this narrative that wasn't necessarily truthful. And I would lie so much in my, you know, adolescent to teenage years. I lied all the time because I was embarrassed about certain parts of myself. I didn't want people to know what I was dealing with. I didn't want to be honest about my issues. And so I would lie. And one day I was speaking to one of my close friends and she said, Sky, never lie to me. Never lie to me. Honesty is the most important thing to me. I just want to be able to trust you and I can't trust you if you're not honest with me. And I hadn't really realized how important honesty was until she sat down and told me that. And suddenly I just felt this overwhelming urge to just be upfront and honest with everyone about everything I was going through and about who I was as a person. And this was a big shift for me. And I, I, it's funny because my friend, I'm sure she doesn't even know that this affected me so much, but it really did. And suddenly I made the choice to be honest and not to hide who I really was and not to hide my intentions or my traits that I wasn't necessarily proud of. And that really changed my life. Being honest can be a really effective tool for for you know moving through trauma moving through through sadness through grief through loss moving towards a higher goal it can be really amazing effective and helpful so being honest is so important and beneficial because when you're honest when you're upfront about what you are who you are what you're dealing with how you feel there's nothing left to hide and when there's nothing left to hide, you just you can let go of the shame and the guilt that comes with lying and being deceitful because there's no need to be ashamed of yourself because you're being truthful. You're being upfront about what's going on. I can't tell you how much love I've received just for being honest with people about how I am and what I'm doing and what I'm going through. My last manic episode it was very it was very bad you guys. I was on Instagram, I was posting a lot. I was not in a good place and a lot of people saw what what I was going through very publicly and it was very humiliating whenever I got out of the hospital and I had to go back on my Instagram and delete all this stuff. But people were so kind. I had so many messages of people just being like, hey, Sky, I love you. I want you to know that. I ha I'm here for you. If you need anything, just let me know. You have my number. So many people were so wonderful and kind to me. I think because they could see that I was going through something and they knew, oh, Sky, she's going through her manic episode. I'm going to send her a sweet message. And it was so wonderful. And after my manic episode, I posted this little, you know, hey guys, I just had my manic episode. Thank you so much for your support. And people were so kind about it. They didn't judge me. Nobody was mean. I didn't get any hateful comments or any hateful messages. Everybody was so kind to me. And that really impacted me and it made me realize that honesty pays off. It, it always pays to be upfront and truthful about the things you're going through. And so 
another thing about honesty, and this is why it is vital for us, for the people who struggle with mental illness, it is vital for us to be honest because honesty reduces the stigma. The more people are talking about mental illness, the more people are expressing their experiences with mental illness, the less people are going to be ashamed of talking about this. People who are open, who are talking and speaking and using their voice and sharing what they're going through, they are helping other people to feel comfortable to do the same. And this will reduce the stigma. So I always feel like the more people who are talking about it, the less the stigma is going to be and the more comfortable people will feel about what they're going through as well. And you never know who you're helping by the words you say. I think it's really important to be open about these things because it can really help people and it can help you and be therapeutic for you as well. So honesty is key because you're you're going to when you're honest and when you're self-aware you're going to be able to pinpoint what is really going on rather than going on with this false narrative that is just not helpful so the last thing i wanted to talk about in today's episode is feelings i have dealt with this for a long time since i was probably 11 it's been really hard for me to feel my feelings And I think this is something that is extremely important for all of us, even those of us who don't have a mental illness, but all of us who are living, we have to feel our feelings fully. I know that's a lot of Fs, y'all. Just hold on with me. So... For me personally, what I go through is I'm, I, okay, I know not everybody believes in astrology, but I'm a Virgo sun, Gemini moon. And so I'm very analytical. I want to know why am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling anxious right now? Why am I feeling angry? What is going on? What's the root of this? And rather than feeling what I'm feeling, I'm trying to analyze and pinpoint the reasons why I'm feeling this way. And that can be really unhelpful when you just need to express yourself and feel how you feel. And so often it's it's easier to not deal with your feelings, to numb them using drugs and alcohol, other substances, watching TV, just ignoring yourself, not taking care of yourself. It's a lot easier to do that than to just feel shitty. I'm just being honest. So... It can be really hard. And until last year, I didn't realize that feelings are not forever. (laughs) I remember one day I was going through a really rough emotional turmoil kind of day. I was really irritable and angry because I hadn't slept the night before and I was just feeling really upset all day. And I just remember I just remember feeling so depressed and so angry and down and upset. And I was like, dude, am I going to be depressed forever now? Like, this sucks. I can't, I'm never going to feel this, like, good again. I feel so horrible. And I was just so overcome with this feeling. And then I went to bed. I was just exhausted from this emotional stress and not being, you know, not sleeping the night before. So I went to bed and then I woke up in the next morning and I felt fine. (laughs) So I just want you guys to understand that feelings aren't forever and feelings are not facts. This is also something that took me a while to realize. Like, just because I feel like a failure doesn't mean I am a failure. Just because I feel sad right now doesn't mean that's going to be my reality forever. And I just, 
I I know it sucks, but sometimes you just have to feel those feelings, honor them, express them, let them out, and then release it, and then you'll feel better. And sometimes, I know with bipolar disorder, it can be really hard because we feel things very intensely, very, it's like your whole body is consumed with what you're feeling, but it's really important to let yourself feel that, let yourself express that, let it out, and then just trust that it will be okay and that you're not going to feel this way forever so this can be a really hard thing for me personally I just I always want to know like what's wrong what's going on but I'm not always allowing myself to just feel and just have that space and I'm kind of an empath so I feel a lot of things all day I'm taking in a lot of information and processing it so it's really important to feel my feelings and that's something I wanted to share with you guys so just remember that this is all a journey. There is always going to be ups and downs. You're always going to have a good day and a bad day. Like there's such a polarity to life. And that's kind of the beautiful thing about it. Cause you know that no day is going to be the same as the other day. And it's always going to be able to get better. There's always a potential for a greater good. So that's what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. And if you're feeling, if you if you want to get in touch with your feelings, there's a lot of th- ways you can do this. Just drawing, writing, singing. Uh, these are some things that I like to do. Just creative things are often the key for me to get in touch with my feelings. Sometimes I just need to go for a drive, go for a walk and listen to music and kind of emote with the music. And I just encourage you guys to find ways to feel your feelings and express them and let them out, release them, and then realize that they're not going to last forever. It's going to be okay. So sometimes, and sometimes we can get too analytical and we just need to take a break. I'm speaking to myself here and just feel. So I encourage you guys to do that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode today. I wanted to share a voice note that I got from a listener at the end of this episode. And I wanted to say thank you so much to this listener. I really appreciate your message. And I hope if you guys have any messages you want to send me, I think you can send it on Anchor. If you're listening on the Anchor app, you can send me a voice message. Just let me know what you think of the show, what you're learning, how you like it, what you want me to know, if there's anything, any, you know, show ideas that you have for me, just let me know. I appreciate all the feedback. Um, I have um, uh, Instagram for this show, Manic State of Mind podcast on Instagram. If you follow that, you can get a few behind the scenes, a few sneak peeks, stuff like that. So I would appreciate if you would follow that. And you can find my personal Instagram, Sky the Gemini, all lowercase on Instagram. And thank you so much to the listener who sent in this voice message. I really appreciate you. Thank you for listening. And thank you all for listening. I will see you guys in the next episode. Uh, hi, uh, I just downloaded Anchor just for uh, to message you. Uh, yeah, it's really good to listen to your podcast. Yeah, because I have bipolar, like diagnosed in 2015 December, and I got like you know a week psychosis, psychosis like twice in different years. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm expecting you to message so that. I can tell more of my experience and how I am tracking journaling like myself like how to abide like further mania etc